You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, Buns, Buns. I want to give you something real, but I don't know where to start. Darling, let's make a deal. I want to give you my heart. I would trade anything for love. Hey, guys. Welcome to ISO, the Buns Podcast, the long-lost podcast. Uh, apologies. In the last episode, which was a while ago, I mentioned that uh, somebody I knew had gone missing. And as an update to that, his body was unfortunately found. And uh, so, yeah. Um I don't know, not exactly great news or a great way to start off a podcast. I apologize. Um, But I've been a little bit otherwise occupied. So, um, yeah. What I'm going to say is, uh, for now, I'm going to be posting up the This Week in Buns segments for the podcast. And... As I get interviews, I will start amending them to the podcast, but uh, for the most part, it will be This Week in Buns, the occasional Ask Boris, and uh, yeah, I hope that's okay with you guys. Love you guys. Keep on bunsing, and uh, here's This Week in Buns. Um, as per usual, there is a, uh, a content advisory, so if there are kids in the car, um, you shouldn't have had kids. I think that's where we're going to go. No, no, no. Listen to, listen to this at a later time. Uh, we'll get there, into there, this. The, the world is arguably overpopulated. The, <laughs> and that's how we're going to start this podcast. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a lost dog, Elections Ontario, and then some delicious American cereals. I'm Oren. I got, a, I got a new co-host for the time being. He goes by the name of... Even such, and uh, and this is ISO, a Buns podcast, where we bring you the best of the best of all of the Buns zones. You know, Buns topping zone, Buns trading zone, Buns pet zone, Buds training well, it, zone. Isn't there a there there a house zone? A, a there there zone? is a housing zone. Uh, there's a Buns kink zone. There kink. there what is happens th- in the Buns kink zone. I, know, I'm unfamiliar with. It's the bun, what happens buns in the Buns kink, kink zone. zone. Stays in the bunks. King ends up on Pornhub. All right. Um, <laughs> this is a this is a beautiful podcast because we just recorded a podcast together on your podcast. Tell everyone a bit about yourself. Yeah. So I uh, founded an organization called Sustainable Joes uh, four and a half years ago now, and the idea is to simplify sustainability for all everyday Josephs and Joannes of the world. So our podcast uh, is called Sustainable Joes 2084. It's a nod to Good old George Orwell's 1984, but instead of the dystopian dynamic, we focus on what creating a better future looks like, and we do that by telling the, the histories, the stories of the people who are building a better future today. Beautiful. How'd I do? Beautiful. Did Sounds- I get that little elevator pitch oh, well? Oh, that's not, that's not a beautiful man. Fr- from the treasurer of the Democratic <laughs> National Committee to the CEO of Bullfrog Power to Oop. Mr. Ben Walters, the CEO of Feedback App. Hey, listen, you are, you're worldwide right now. You know that. With a smile like yours. Yeah, Mr. I wasn't the one who went to the Olympics. I don't know if everybody knows this. Or went to the Olympics. Calm down. Calm down. I did go to the Olympics. Yeah, let's talk about that some more. It was beautiful. <laughs> um, our, first, uh, our first post comes from, uh, from Mishba, and it's uh, SOS. Someone 
this is a sad story. Someone has abandoned their small dog in our alley. It's scared, it's rejecting food, water, and a blanket. Our neighbor says they called animal service hours ago, but there's no update. Try to call them again. Uh, they tried to take it to a shelter. Nothing's really happening. But what is great about puns is that when people are on it and it's active and this post caught lots of heat, um, and lots of love. Update, just got off the phone with Animal Services. They're coming in the next five hours. Then another update said, hey, thank you for your support. The Toronto Animal Service has picked up the dog. If this is your dog, uh, they'll be at the shelter for seven days, after which it'll be up for adoption. My lovely roommate will upload a pic of the happy dog in the comments. And then you go to the comments and you realize that this city is filled with beautiful people who want only the best for pets. And did they, they find the dog? Um, they Well, they found the dog. They didn't, um, because the dog was like abandoned in their back area and for sure it was abandoned just by the way she talks about it in here. Um, there are people who are like, listen, I'll take that dog in until, until we find a home for it. Like multiple people, multiple people in the comments like, no, I'll take care of this. Where are you located? Where are you located? I can get the dog. I'll do whatever it takes. And it's just sort of a testament to how, how wonderful the city is, but also how much people just love animals. Yeah, I think it's a combination of both. Yeah, it's I mean, but in crisis, humanity is really good at responding to crisis. One thousand percent. I mean, for the most part. <laughs> We're not going to go on a whole diatribe on whether or not humans are the best at responding to conflict. But I think you're absolutely right. I think when crisis, not crisis, conflict, crisis. Ah, uh, sounds like the same thing. But but by the way we phrase it, no, this I think this is a good point because by the way you phrase it, sometimes like oh is crisis conflict or is conflict crisis or are they one and the same but you're right natural disasters that sort of thing people come together like you wouldn't when there's some so sense of immediacy exactly. It, it, or, exactly or 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 a dog or or a dog exactly <laughs> or a puppy i mean everybody likes a puppy my neighbor just got a puppy his name's taz he's you i saw that oh what? so cute we did we did it in slow-mo a little slow-mo video taz jumping off the stairs first of all puppy videos should only be done in slow-mo it's, it's a floppy ears. Yeah. oh give me oh especially with like a doberman those ears are always entirely too big or like um bastard hounds oh give me those puppy videos all day oh yeah i'm about to show you the show, you the, show you the picture Ready? You want to see Taz jumping off the uh, the, the step? Okay, we're gonna watch this. Uh, I'll describe to you what's happening. Looks like um, some sort of terrier of some sort jumping off of a step. Oh, the, the super leap mm, with the vigor of a thousand cutenesses of a dog. <laughs> that sentence doesn't make sense, but I hope it conveyed. These, this, the, the, the eyes on this dog are this beautiful. Listen, all I'm saying is go out there and adopt a dog. That's the message of our podcast. And take care of community. <laughs> exactly. Be a part of community. Be active in your community, whether there's a crisis or not. Thank you. From a sustainability standpoint, <laughs> there it is. Whether there is a crisis or not, be active in your community. Man, some people don't even know their neighbors, you know? Yeah, you bring your neighbors cookies. Exactly. Unless your neighbors suck, then forget those neighbors. <laughs> but how would they know your neighbors suck well, if you didn't know them? Um, I have some amazing neighbors, but then I also have one neighbor who doesn't talk and doesn't do anything. I was like, all right, you're not invested in this. I could die tomorrow. And I'm saying, you know, I think that's the number one reason why I want to get to know my neighbors. Because if somebody gets to know my habits and then I'm out of habits, like what happened to Orin? And people are immediately like, hey, that's what people like. I've read those stories of those people who order, like, order pizza every day. And then when somebody doesn't order their pizza, like, wait, what happened to Miss Johnson when their pizza order? To go to her house. She's had a heart attack. She's been chilling there for a bit. And then, then they finally get help because of these habits. We're going to need some editing on this podcast. That was an anecdote <laughs> that did not need to be explained. Um, something's happening. I'm like, I didn't know where to go from there. I'm like, I got Listen, it. No one knows where this podcast is going to go. On June 7th, something pretty important is happening. You know what it is? I do not. We're probably selecting our new premier. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, election. I see. I thought, I thought I didn't think we were going that important. Yeah, is it the 7th or 9th? I can't remember what it is. I, I think it's the 7th. 7th? Anyways, um, what was really good, something that CBC does well every year, is that it puts out like an electronic version of basically all of the platforms, and you get to sort of easily scroll down to see what you want, what you're still looking for. Are you more interested in childcare? Are you more interested in education? What does that look like on a breakdown? And uh, the CBC this year it, as well has put together an electronic platform for you to do that. And then it correlates them to which party? Exactly. So if you're, do I lean more to this party? Do I, do I lean more towards this party? Uh, this was posted in Bunt's helping zone, and then it got cross-posted to Bunt's trading zone just because it caught lots of heat. I have never been, and maybe I'll ask you the same question, I have never been more torn as to what I'm going to do on that day. No, you're, yeah. you're, you're, are you steadfast? In what? Tell me your real thoughts on the election. Shoot. I'm terrified that the NDP and the Liberals are going to uh, split a vote in Ontario and then we'll have that Mr. Ford in office. I like here's here's who I am as a person. Okay. I'm a I'm liberal leaning in my ideologies, obviously, mm -hmm. as I run a sustainability oriented organization, and I'm financially conservative in my uh, paper. In, in, my, in my paper. Sure. <laughs> if that's what we're going with, in my paper. And how my paper gets allocated. Exactly. My, my father always said, Stephen, unless it's functional debt, you should not have it. Okay. Uh, so that, that I'm, I'm slightly terrified. Okay. Yeah. I, I um, also believe that we should have way more political parties because then it, it actually forces um, uh, communication and collaboration. So instead of just individuals voting along party lines, one of the founding fathers of America uh, said that uh, one of the biggest hopes that he really does not want to see ever come to fruition is just a, a straight bi-party system. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, it's going great down south, right? Uh, it's, going, it seems uh, to be working out very well. Swimmingly. Swimmingly. Uh, there is a section on this podcast that we call dad zone mm. dad zone is where we find things that dads would really love and dads would go out and pick up and things that traditionally your dad might might want to hold on to uh barbecues there is, there is a theme song barbecues are a massive one well done i'm, I'm um, trying to think of pretty much the only thing that my dad would actually be interested in okay so there are two things we have on dad zone there is theme music for this it's usually done by laura okay uh usually goes I, I, i'm a dad and i need stuff that's literally it. Um, we're not moving on, moving into this. Uh, two posts. One was from Ada. Hope I'm saying that right. And the other is from, uh, let's see if I can find this. Other is from, you know what? Not, not, not that important. But uh, two things that we think dads would love. Three unopened stacks of lined punch paper. Just regular ass paper. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you never know where you're going to need it. Sure. You know what? And uh, having a place that, yeah, like I, you're, you're using my little my little notebook. I, I always have a notebook because Richard Branson carried around a notebook, and I just I find that there, there's a concept called disfluency. Are you familiar with this? I am not, but I love the idea of the only reason why Richard Branson is a billionaire is because he carried around a piece of that, paper. I'm not saying that's the only reason, <laughs> but the idea behind disfluency yeah. is that if something takes more effort, it actually sticks with you more. Oh, I see so what you're saying. So students who take notes, it's proven. It's in uh, Charles Duhigg's book, uh, Smarter, Better, Faster. He's a behavioral, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a psychologist. Um, and the idea is that if students take notes via a computer, compared to students who take notes in, in written word, yeah. it, whether it be shorthand or, or straight out right, when you have to 
write them down because you're engaging more and it, you have to think about every single thing that you write down because when you, when you type, you know, you can get everything. Exactly. It takes more work. You retain it better. Uh, I have heard of this. I didn't know it was called this fluency, but I, I'm going to stop dropping that word in conversations. There you go. Making everyone think, think I'm smart. Back to dads. Back to dads. Dads, dads might like, might, might like uh, three-hold punch paper. paper. And then the second one is moving boxes. Ah. Moving box. Having those on deck. Hey, they take up a lot of space if you live in the city. But uh, my dad lives in the suburbs, so I'm sure he just has the moving boxes ready. That's just on deck. Have you heard of frog box? Like, I, I mean, if you're I, actually I, moving, there's um, a lot of sustainability options out there I for have, you. I heard of frog box, but also this is... In a way, I guess also sustainable. No, correct me. I mean, it's it's corrugated cardboard that someone else is giving to you that you're not having to uh, go out and buy again, right? Sure. No? Yeah. Sure. I mean, you can also go to a Costco or or, or the the LCBO, the old Lickbo has. Oh, so uh, good. Lickbo boxes. You know what the best? I, boxes I think even are? No Frills. No Frills has like all the boxes. Yeah, but you right got different front, size right? and whatnot. They you, do. You kind of want congruency. You kind of want. I agree. Stackability is stackability key is key. key. That's yeah. one thing dads like. Yeah. I'm not a dad, but I believe that dads. <laughs> stackability is key. Like I got, I got the other parts. I got yeah. the parts of a dad. I think stackability is key. Let me tell you the best size boxes. You ready for this? Destine is shaking her head. She's here because <laughs> we just recorded the, the. Is that somebody's phone? That's that you hear that right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Stackability. The, yeah, the best boxes of all time are. They are, adult, diaper boxes. Um, adult diaper boxes, because uh, my mom used to work in a in a in a nursing home. And we used to get these boxes because you go through a lot of adult diapers and they're just like really sturdy, really good. The reason why it took so long to say that sentence is because, uh, is because. Let uh, me tell you about adult diapers. <laughs> I have a story about adult diapers. Did you know episode 13 of the Sustainable Joe's 2084 podcast, it is uh, Monica Patel from the Forest Stewardship Council. Okay. Everybody's seen, you know, on the back of like envelopes, the little logo FSC. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest consumers of like pulp, which is one of the byproducts of like the, you know, the, the paper and pulp industry. Pulp uh, from trees is adult diapers in Japan. What? Yup. Listen to episode 13. Oh my goodness. And that, you, that is some obscure knowledge that, that that's going to stay with me for the rest of my life. Pulp, adult diapers, Japan. And apparently for stackability. They're the greatest. Diaper the boxes greatest. Orin really likes. <laughs> that ends this portion of dad zone um moving on i'm a dad that was my best yeah, word oh my I god that, that was pretty sl- <laughs> i'm a dad and i need stuff that's, that's i'm a dad and i need stuff okay that was actually uh pretty close to to what laura does there you amazing go. uh laura you might get replaced just kidding we love you come back yeah, soon. I don't come but come back soon I, I i thank you all for bearing with us <laughs> um how about this michelle she had a post that hey traveling buns if anyone is going to stateside in the near future, uh, could you possibly drop by a grocery store to grab some box of cereal? I love to chat and make a trade. Next post down, Jake, trade pending. Please take my leftover US cereal. Couldn't make this up. Free, <laughs> I just need it to be gone. And check out some of the deliciousness that Matt has. How do you feel about cereal in general? What's your thoughts on cereal as uh, a breakfast I'm, item? I'm an oatmeal man. Oatmeal man, that is, 
That is the most disgusting, boring thing you've oh, ever said my, to this podcast. My, my steel, just regular my ass steel boring. cut oats. Oh, that's oh, so okay, disgusting. So I, have, I have a couple different options okay. on steel cut oats. Okay. I mean, I, I could get into it. I'm not going to. Tell me. Tell me. This, that's the algebra of, of, of breakfast I'm gonna, foods. I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> What are you doing? I'm going to give you one. Okay. Okay. If anybody, if anybody likes. Oh, I mean, maybe, you know, my dad used to make oatmeal, okay? I'm not a dad, <laughs> but I'm just saying. It's my dad's dad's oatmeal. <laughs> That was Destine's joke. She mouthed it to me. Thanks, Dean. Uh, oatmeal. Little. I. I, I actually. You, you, you got to get the right blend of. Okay, let's just cut that part out. I'm kidding. Uh, it needs to. Have, I go oatmeal with a little cinnamon, some apples. Uh, the apples can't. You want to have a little crunchiness, but not like, you know, too soft. Okay. A little almond milk, a little maple syrup, and uh, a little dusting of nutmeg on top. And then, yeah, that's okay. it. Okay. I think you convinced no one to eat oatmeal. Orin, you're going to come have my oatmeal listen, one day. Oatmeal's for people it. in jail and people who can't eat food anymore. Slow-releasing carbs. Oh, my it, God. It, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Morning. Keep talking dirty to me with that with that oatmeal talk. What? Oh, you eat oatmeal every day? So let's hear your opinion on cereal. Oh, cereal is one of the greatest things to ever hit humankind. And in how much sugar is in it? Oh, obviously way too much. And why do you Ob think I don't eat cereal? Uh, I don't know because you're mean, a I criminal. I don't Do you know. Like granola? Huh? Like, I mean, I like granola. Granola. See, you know what? We found some mutual ground. That muesli, that granola. I'm, yeah. I'm with that. Like, I'll play the granola I'm, I'm, game. I'm with it's that. Like, it's I'm with it's that. oatmeal. It's granola. It's a smoothie. Those are my three breakfasts. Okay. Okay. So you know what? I think we maybe found some bagels and locks, but like, I mean, <laughs> that, that's only when you're getting fancy. <laughs> that's only when you're getting fancy, hey? I always um, make ridiculous French toast. Listen, see, you need to lean in with French toast and and don't don't talk about this oatmeal business anymore. I'm gonna show you a picture of the French toast too. Taught dirty. Taz, Taz and French toast. Um, so I will say this: uh, Jake had these these cereals that he's uh, that he's posting. Now what are the cereals from America? Uh, chocolate frosted flakes with marshmallows, frosted flakes Lucky Charms. No sugar in that. Oh, banana nut Cheerios, PB and chocolate blasted shreds. I don't know what that is. Um, magical unicorn Lucky Charms. And then March St. Paddy's Day Lucky Charms. This guy obviously has a problem with Lucky Charms. Um, but back-to-back -back posts on cereal, and um, I was salivating from this, but it's one of those things where I used to live by the border, and so I used to go back and forth all the time. And this is the sheer selection that the U.S. has, A, on cereal, how cheap dairy is there, and then the amount of different cereals they have. I mean, not cereals, um, cheeses they have there. Uh, yeah, oh. I mean, I, cheese is weakness. Yo. I'm basically a vegetarian. Ooh. And cheese is. Ooh. I mean, I do love love some good cheese, okay. and I also like. I, I rarely venture down the uh, the cereal aisle. Where so this is all this is all new. Let me tell you. It's. I think because, it's my... because of my affinity to oatmeal. To be clear, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I eat cereal sometimes once a day, sometimes twice a day. Um, really? Yeah. That's sometimes eat at night. It's like my little treat to myself. A little a little late night a little late, late night granola. I, I I will say I've indulged. It's uh, it's brilliant. It really is. It really is brilliant. Um, we should maybe go with the uh, one of our last um, our last uh, post here that I, I really love. Um, it is on booze. Okay. Because of the long weekend that uh, that just I, passed. I can play that game too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You go. You <laughs> Probably go to, better than oatmeal. <laughs> okay. Thank the Lord. You know, I like oatmeal flavored vodka. It's like my favorite. Also, my Stephen wow. voice is on point. By the wow. way, I think it's pretty solid. Your Obama voice is on point. Your Stephen voice. I, I hope I don't sound like that. Um, if I do, I apologize, listeners. <laughs> that is uh, that is accurate. Um, Daniel, he posted, "Hey, opportunistic booze buns. Here is what typically happens on Sundays, which we've talked about before." When people aren't prepared for 
Ooh, that picture looks good. When uh, when people aren't prepared for the weekend booze-wise, the LCBO in Ontario closes around six o'clock on these holidays or aren't even or aren't even open. But what is open is Buns. Buns is always open for business. Buns is always open for business, and uh, and so are lots of breweries. And because Toronto's a great microbrewery scene now, absolutely, uh, they're usually open pretty well every day until pretty late, 10 p.m. on Sundays for a lot of these places. But Buns is open for business because more than I think three or four times I saw a post of people who had excess booze from the holidays or from the three-day weekend, and we're like, uh, "Hey, if you guys want some of these booze, come at me, come get it." Um, do you, Stephen, have a well-stocked bar? Well-stocked um, liquor cabinet. What does yes. it look like on your end? We got all the things. You got all. You got yeah. all the things. What's your drink of choice? Depends on the season. Mm. So I mean, I, I make a I make a mean hot toddy oh. in in the, in the winter. Uh, a, a spiced apple cider also also is on point. Okay. When it, when, it, when it's the the colder months during the summer, I'm a, I'm a gin and tonic man. Oh, about to say that gin. Tea. What yeah. are your variations? You got a cucumber to that. That's a muffled you know, fruit. What do you, you know, what do you I'm a, like? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a pretty stock GNT two limes. Two limes, no straw. Two limes, no straw. Yeah. And your favorite gin is? Depends. Ooh. If I'm going with a martini or if I'm going with a, a G&T. Okay. Spirit so, of York, have you tried it? I have not. Oh, that's Toronto made, Toronto distilled. Uh, we should play that game sometime. Okay. What, what gin am I drinking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. What, what, is your, what is your beverage Ooh. choice? Uh, and I mean, shout out to Steam Whistle. We're in Steam Whistle's boardroom right now. Literally about to say that. They, they support our, the, the podcast. So on a, on a hot summer's afternoon, I crisp. Steam Whistle Pilsner with the four natural ingredients. The only four ingredients that beer really needs is also delicious. Um, so we've had a, a, I felt like a pretty long winter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a beer guy, so in the wintertime. time, cloudy. Yeah, I'm, I'm big on like those rich ales. Give me, give me those Belgian ales, those doubles, those triples. I love sort of yeah, the Quebec. I love the triples. Strong ales. I love that sort of stuff for the winter. Stout? Oh, I like a stout in the winter. I, I can drink a Guinness stouts. all winter. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm really big on... With my oatmeal. <laughs> I, w- I want to drink what I eat. <laughs> Hi, I'm Steven. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big into IPAs. Really into express button. Yeah, but I mean, summertime, summertime, I need a crisp lager. I need a Pilsner. Um, that's just, just the way my body functions. So, uh, yeah, summertime, that's what I love to do. So, I mean, booze... Any spirit in the summer? Spirit. What's my spirit summer? Uh, G and T's are big. Um, you ever had a tequila and pineapple? Um, I've had many tequila and pineapple. Uh, tequila pineapple mm. is. So you bring up tequila. Palomas. Ever had a paloma? Uh, I have. Yeah. For those who don't know, palomas tequila, grapefruit, soda, and lime. It is unstoppable. And if you want to make a shandy that's going to change your life, add a bit of steam most of that. <sighs> or know what the facts. Coming hot and heavy. Uh, this has been uh, ISO This Week in Buns. And we'll hope to see you next week. Thank you, Stephen, for dropping by and dropping the knowledge. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Thank you, my man. You're beautiful. Keep that in. Keep that in. Don't edit that part out. <laughs>